1: Welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson. I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Miller-Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, it's our first time in a while. Uh, It's been a very busy spring in South Florida, um, and um, as if it wasn't busy enough with the Heat and Panthers in the finals uh, this weekend, Miami baseball back in the NCAA tournament, as they almost always are. Number nine yep. overall seed hosting uh, a regional this weekend in Coral Gables. That's where we'll start. We'll also, before at the end here, we'll we'll catch up on some football news. Um, not a whole lot going on, but some transfers, some commits, uh, some schedule announcements today uh, on right. Wednesday. But let's start with baseball because um, they go to the ACC championship last weekend. Yep. Uh, an incredible win against Duke, which I I got to see most of. Saw them hit all those home runs to come back in the late innings there. um, Leading Clemson into the late stages of that game, too, before kind of just basically running out of pitchers, uh, which happens, which happens sometimes in college baseball. Um, Yeah. Maybe the difference between um, a a top eight, a a national seed, and um, just hosting a regional. Um, although obviously, if you're in the nine nine seed, you get a pretty good chance to to host a super regional too. It all takes an upset somewhere. Um, but uh, let's start. Let's start just quickly. Um, we have not. I don't think we've talked baseball at all on the show this year um, because yeah. basketball went so on such a long run. You know, usually we we kind of would pivot a little bit to baseball around then, but basketball kept us going for a while. Um, for people who are just checking in now, catching um, up. Uh, maybe watched the tournament uh, over the weekend where those games were all ACC network. Um, Just what, what, what has stood out to you most about this Miami baseball team? What the home runs clearly are seem like they're home the runs. biggest strength of this team. Um, Hitting. Just give, give me your scouting report on this team real quick. Give me, give me a reason okay. why they can go on a run.
0: They're, they're, they're really great at the plate. Whereas last year in the regional, you know, they lost two games by one run uh and you know they just couldn't hit at all this year they're they're really good hitting uh and uh, i mean they're number four in the ncaa and in the, in the whole country and they're like 305 division one teams yeah. they're number four in home runs um are let's see here we we've got yeah with 112 now and um 100. 39 is the is the all-time record for um but it keeps going the, the count keeps going until <laughs> the end of the season they uh Johandy morales is amazing okay he's batting 405 now 90 yeah, like
1: legitimate superstar like yeah high
0: draft round, 16 home runs i mean 680 slugging percentage I, but they have several they have six guys i don't think we've talked about that maybe but uh who have now double digit i mean two guys including a freshman a kid named blake sear who's a second baseman has 16 home runs also um and they got they've got a lot of offensive talent on this team Mm -hmm. and by the way by the way defensive talent they're uh I think, yeah, they're. I wish I had it in front of me. They're definitely one of the top teams fielding in the country. Um, and if you had seen the Wake Forest game, oh my God, you didn't see that one on a little
1: bit of it but yeah the duke one now, was the one i was really able to like watch the whole thing of pretty much i saw your tweets about
0: yeah. the <laughs> off the rails or whatever said. it was but, just every
1: inning people were hitting no runs every inning yeah,
0: yeah duke's good. what
1: duke was way duke's up there in too. ACC and home runs too if yeah. I, I think duke is a graphic good. at some
0: point yeah. exactly
1: duke is good um yeah 30th I mean, in the miami, home
0: runs, so. but my yeah miami fielding very good i mean the, the johani morales is so good at third base and they this this their center fielder jacoby long this kid I, it was number four on espn's uh best pl- whatever the top plays yeah of the, day. the other day he like he literally jumped above the fence in center field way above it with his glove got the ball brought it down and then the ball like dropped out of his glove and kind of slow motion sword and then he caught it again He's really fast. He's, they're they're very good um, defensively, and um, and pitching though. If you want to know the pitching side of it, they've had problems because they've had guys hurt. Yeah. This guy Carson Ligon, who was their starter to to begin the year, um, had tendonitis in in late April and just had his first appearance in the all in the excuse me ACC uh, in the ACC tournament, but. Gino Damari, the coach, said that he was um, that he was fine. I I don't know because Gino said right before that that every time he pitches, he's fine when he pitches, and then he's in bad pain after. Right,
1: you need to see how he responds. Yeah, yeah.
0: He said he was fine anyway. You went so they're pitching, and as you know, in regional, it's a double elimination tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's regional. There are four teams. Uh, they play Maine, um, which, by the way, I'm in the middle of writing my advance. And what's really interesting is uh, this is, I think, uh, there's 16 16 regionals in the country, 14 regionals. And uh, Coral Gables uh, is one of only three in which all four teams have have played in the World Series. And I didn't realize that Maine had played in seven World Series. Um, And, of course, Texas.
1: Yeah, we should run through. Miami's the one seed, Texas the two uh, Louisiana
0: the three main right exactly in Texas has t- t- Miami and Texas have combined for 71 college world series appearances at uh, Miami's number two all-time with 25 those Texans. are kind
1: of like the two powerhouses of yeah, the like exactly. 2000s and, basically yeah exactly
0: and Texas is number one all-time with 37 so <laughs> uh it's kind of it should be it should be a fun regional and uh and if Miami um gets out of the regional um they they're they're paired up with the, the winner of the Stanford um regional so this if Stanford is if Stanford you know gets eliminated then yeah. and and Miami wins
1: then Miami would host the super regional
0: yeah otherwise they got to go to um California yeah otherwise it's bad so, mm-hmm. and as Gino says, we'll take one game at a time and, and see what happens.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. The pitching, as I mentioned, it kind of was like they just ran out of arms. It's been their weakness all year long, right, because of the injuries. You know, if, if Ligon is is good, that changed a lot. That's like a starter. Like, that's an extra
0: exactly.
1: five, six innings you just get out that you didn't have all year long to work with. Um, exactly. Very important to, like, win the first game, right? Because if you're battling from behind, you're playing the extra game. Um, if you are as thin oh, yeah. pitching as Miami, oh, yeah. you know, some teams can survive that if they've got a, a really deep, you know, if they've got three rock-solid starters and, and really good bullpen. And Miami's, the one thing they do have going for them, though, is they have one of the best closers
0: of the country. Yes, they do. A, definitely one of the top few. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe the best. I mean, Cameron, maybe... did he win the award last he, year? He was a finalist for that? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, finalist. I think he was number two with saves. Yeah. He's, I think his stats are like, I mean, I, I would put them against anybody. And he's such a big, strong guy. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to go up against him. But he's... um, He... He's... Andrew
1: Walters, we should say.
0: I don't think we said his name. <laughs> yeah, Andrew. No, I think maybe he did. But anyway, Andrew Walters, uh, who will, uh, who will be a high draft choice? I don't know what round, but yeah. reliever.
1: So it's a little, you know, those guys don't usually go first round, but right. maybe yeah.
0: second round or I, yeah, I mid round.
1: First five rounds, I I'd, I'd guess. Although yeah, I thought the same thing last year, and he didn't even get drafted. in. But obviously, that was because he well, like eventually said like I'm coming back to Miami and stuff. That was different. He wanted yeah, yeah, his burn yeah. yes. amount of money, and that was it. Anyway, yep, exactly.
0: Uh, he has a 1.08 ERA. Uh, can you get much better? I don't think so. That 1.08. I don't know. Anyway, he's four zero. Uh, he's batters are hitting 168 against them. Uh. He's really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. He's, you know, he has a, a breaking ball now. And, uh, you know, he he added that to his repertoire because mostly it's a fastball. Right. So if somebody gets a hold of his fastball, that's a problem, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because it goes far. But um, la- last year, you know, Andrew's really good. Oh, he, and he has 11 saves. He's definitely one of the top guys in the country. Mm-hmm. And last year, it, you know, I... Don't want to say ironically because he is the closer, but they—he's uh, the one that gave up. They—they they fell apart. With yeah, two, they fell apart with two two runs and two outs in that in the last game. Two run, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, they were up two to one, and there were I think there might have been two strikes and two outs. I've, yeah. I, uh they lost. He and he fell apart. Gave up. There was a wild pitch. There was all kinds of stuff going on. Um, so and then they so yeah up three and two with two outs in the bottom of the night they lost to arizona four through four three arizona went on to lose to old miss okay uh who um had lost to like the day before or whatever and old miss goes on to to win the national championship so that really, really, As
1: they were the last team into the tournament too. I remember Ole Miss; they were the last team into the field. That's right,
0: into the uh, into the regional. And that was
1: remember there was like it wasn't a hurricane. I don't think, but that game, but the final game happened like late Monday or something because it would rained all weekend. Right. Oh. It was a weird.
0: It was a weird ah, regional. That's uh, a that's that's a great segue, by the way. I wanted to bring up rain just for a second because uh-huh. that's going to affect this weekend, right? I mean, that's to, David. Last year it was incredible. I mean, there was but like, there was like a chance that they weren't going to get it finished. It was like a whole, it was bad. It yeah. was a really bad storm and every year it seems like there's storms, but, uh, last year was bad and, and look at it's rainy season. Yeah. So I know we're looking out the window. Okay. It's, it's not raining where I am right now, but it rain, looks like it might be about it's, to, <laughs> it's pouring where I am by the way, okay. it's dark and rumbling and stuff, but that. By the way, we were talking about pitching and we, we can wrap this up with baseball, but uh-huh. it really affects the pitching. Yeah. UM already doesn't have enough pitchers and then it, it's horrible when it starts raining after like an inning and a half. Yeah, you can, you, so it can go either, it can go two ways, right? One, it's bad if you lose
1: starters, the other is if the tournament stretches across four days instead of three days. Some of those relievers can maybe pitch a couple extra innings here and there, but um, like you yeah. said, it can it's more often than not it goes bad where you have a starter you're hoping he's gonna throw five innings and instead he only throws three. It goes bad it two because, innings disappear.
0: Yeah, these are college pitcher and then yeah. and then they and then they they um it's bad when it goes when it gets stretched because it rains more than once. Right. It keeps raining. It rains for different games. So it's uh, anyway, let's hope it doesn't. Yeah.
1: Now we'll say, I know, I I think every college baseball fan base complains about not having enough pitchers. Like that's the thing you have to remember is that um, no one has enough pitchers in college baseball. So like, yes, like some of those, you might like Uh against Clemson, they clearly ran out of pitchers before Clemson did, but sometimes both teams run out of pitchers and then it just becomes whack. It's why college baseball is, is, so hard to predict and and sometimes a great team can just roll in a way that a great base uh, MLB team can't roll because having just that number of extra competent relief pitchers makes a, a huge, huge difference. And by uh, the way,
0: by the way, Clemson has won 16 games in a row. So yeah, they look like a powerhouse.
1: Um, but Miami beat Wake, who's uh, still the number one overall seed, right? Wake yeah. oh, yeah. still got that one seed. So um they can clearly hang with anyone. Um, how many innings do you think, like, Walters, obviously, you know, all year long, they're, they're pretty – Miami is always pretty cautious with these pitchers. How many innings do you think Walters Gino's not
0: go this weekend? He wants to go a lot, and Gino – Holds guys back. I think, he, back. Even, I he, think he, he went three days in a row at the ACC tournament. Mm-hmm. I think he went three days in a row. Yeah. I think How many innings at a time? I Recently, I've seen Gino put him in, like, in the seventh. Yeah. You know, I I like in the seventh can't with, do that three days in a row, but yeah, yeah, seventh with one hour whatever. But he has to, he has to. Read. I mean, all I he just wants to get out of the regional, and
1: then he'll worry about next okay. week. It becomes a lot easier once you get out of the the regional. Is in a lot of ways the hardest. Uh Well, I guess like the college world series is really hard, but the super regional is the best of three series. It becomes a, a lot series. easier. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. I I think. I, I i've seen him i think definitely more than once put him in in the seventh yeah. i mean he's listen when it gets close he's putting in walters
1: uh uh-huh. yeah That's you're gonna it. have to manage him right like against maine you want to stay away from him so you can hopefully use him against texas like it's it's going to be a really interesting to see, see how they manage it uh before we finish on baseball susan which milkshake are you drinking the texas barbecue None. brisket the you louisiana know. tabasco or the Maine butter lobster
0: oh my
1: god did they just come out with the notes uh, this is a mark like shake tweeted this uh yesterday
0: okay great give them to i have not had one milkshake they're too much sugar for me but go ahead what what t- tell it's me guys- texas
1: barbecue brisket which has uh, vanilla with brisket and barbecue sauce uh that's for texas obviously louisiana tabasco for louisiana as uh, vanilla tabasco and cajun spices that's out and- that's out and Maine butter lobster, which is vanilla butter and lobster. Oh God! They really like. No. I think so. I... Last year, the whole thing remember, they had the buffalo wing. The yes, the, the they put the.
0: Why did they put a the celery? They put
1: stick a thing? celery stick in a like a, buf- a buffalo wing, like a full chicken wing in it. Oh my um, God. And I think that like went viral, right? Like people were tweeting about it. So I think really? they've leaned into the ridiculous, because you know sometimes I like they'll. Uh, I remember that I think was, who was it last year it was Ole Miss, Canisius, and Arizona. Arizona and like Ole Miss, they did like a hottie toddy, a hot toddy, like yeah, milkshake, yeah, yeah. which is like normal, cool, good idea for a milkshake. Uh, this year they've gone um, over the top with it. Is I it, think I think because they saw the reaction to the Buffalo Wing one, and and they're looking for uh,
0: what's the I if I one. had to do it, if like you, if you put a gun to my head, I shouldn't even say that. <laughs> Okay, yeah. then I would do the Texas, if I had to. With I the brisket? Do... Yeah, the I would sauce. definitely do that one. I The others are out, but I- think I, I'd do I... the lobster. Not, I don't know if I, I trust ballpark
1: lobster, but like, in theory, oh, uh, lobster. Davey. You're going like... to
0: eat a Mark Light lobster, and then- I, I'm just saying in theory. I don't think I would have it at Mark Light, but... I don't really like butter. I like, I love butter, like croissant. I just think like butter and a vanilla
1: milkshake could like, kind of work, like- you know it's really? like a I little it's butteriness
0: gross. i mean <laughs> look, it's, it's all dairy
1: it's all dairy just mixed together
0: that's true but i maybe 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 but wait a second they don't even what's the um one i should know this what's the well they don't do a um one right they do uh well, they, they, they do there's mark light there's a jim morris one well they've got a million right they've like, got like a chocolate and one i like
1: i've got their menu up right now I
0: haven't, I haven't been to a game all year i've
1: been to a game in two years actually i didn't go to a single game last year now i don't live down there anymore um what's the one i like um i mean the j-row is obviously i feel like that's the favorite right what is the that chocolate chocolate, chocolate? with no. oreo oreo chocolate with oreo and fudge um chocolatey i like oreos in it with uh, the, a- the baseball buddy that's the one i like the vanilla shake with peanut butter and fudge
0: oh i like that yeah okay yeah I, I i like that i know the jim morris one is like chocolate this with chocolate fudge <laughs> and chocolate sprinkles I don't know what Gino's is yeah, really. no, they don't have I'm not sure they're t- they're they
1: the Josie the gaki is with fudge and marshmallow that sounds pretty good
0: yeah if you if you if you know if you don't want to go into a diabetic coma don't uh... Well, it's hard to
1: drink it at a base when you're working right because like you gotta you gotta stay out Wait, of I,
0: I have not had one okay I haven't had one sip of one uh-huh. so Maybe that's giving the canes good luck, so I might stay away. Maybe I'll take a sip of somebody's uh, brisket brisket one. <laughs> so, oh man, I'm glad you brought that up, actually.
1: Okay, let's switch gears to football before we wrap things up. Football. Football. Uh, where do you want to start? We can talk. There's some schedule. Let's do the schedule at the end. Start with. Um, okay. I was going to say let's start with the news, but let's do that last. That's fine. Um. Okay. Let's some do some addition. Let's start with. Let's just run through everything that's happened. I okay. guess since we uh, we last talked, um, a couple transfers coming in. Um, they get, uh, Shamar Kirk, a junior college wide receiver. They get. Uh, Tyler Harrell, a transfer wide receiver uh, from Alabama via Louisville, uh-huh. originally from Columbus.
0: Um, Columbus, yay! Yeah.
1: They get Anthony Campbell, um, a huge defensive lineman from ULM, 6'7", 265. Wow. Um, they get yeah. Jadaeus Richard, I believe, has happened since we last talked. Maybe that happened actually. I don't remember exactly when that happened. Anyway, cornerback from Vanderbilt, um, who was a four star recruit coming out of high school. Um and then uh this week uh reported we don't know exactly when it it happened because he never made an announcement, but louis Luis right. Lou Cristobal um yeah. nephew of Mario Cristobal transferring from Georgia state um any of those transfers kind of pique your
0: interest um Cristobal. <laughs> The... no i i know well, i mean I, I i it piques my interest because yeah, uh yeah.
1: i mean how could, you know, not, like I, I
0: said it's all in the family so uh i i, I want to see if he has a uh a scholarship or not
1: yeah uh, it'd be interesting but um, probably i would say maybe. i'm not sure he was I, a, yes, uh, I, you know a three-star recruit coming out of high school another columbus guy uh georgia <laughs> state um you know miami not just the crystal ball thing they like the columbus guys they you know a lot of connections there beyond just him being Mario Cristobal's son, and and obviously like, Hayek, pretty good a good student, right? All those guys who come out of Columbus are yeah. pretty good students and coachable, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, a depth depth addition there. The one who really interests me is Anthony Campbell, just because of that size. Um, right. He is, you know, every year you go to the draft and they'll talk about these guys who are like zero star recruits coming out of high school. Uh, went to a school like ULM. Um, and that's Anthony Campbell, right? He's six, seven. He was not ranked as a a high school recruit. Um, I don't know his whole story, but. uh, He grew up in
0: Kingston, Jamaica.
1: Yeah. So you just look at that frame. Um, and the fact that he was like, kind of like an unknown basically. Right. It's not like necessarily he was bad. Like he was a, a project, like you said, from Jamaica. Um, you know, you just you get him in with in there with uh Jason Taylor, and um I'm I'm very interested to see uh, you know, just like I said, that frame, the story, the the background, all that kind of stuff. Like feels like a kind of guy who could be like a, a hidden gem a
0: little but bit. But they're talking about him also
1: inside, which is so yeah, weird. I mean at that side, he's probably gonna put on, I guess, a little bit of weight, but yeah, um I mean six, seven to point, like that's huge. Like you can play I'll anywhere. T- I'll
0: tell you who intrigues me, Tyler
1: Harrell. I yeah,
0: only anybody that anybody he's that the
1: one who's the one who I think is the best chance, to like really kind of help him this year of the this group we're talking
0: about. Yeah, and he's he's local, so he knows this area and he,
1: Columbus. Again, a lot of the same things we just said about Luke Cristobal, right? And
0: you know, eight, eight, eighteen passes for five hundred twenty-three yards in two thousand twenty-one at Louisville. And he has six touchdowns. So the guy is proven. Yeah, he's Um, a
1: burner. Really, really fast. That's his kind of his calling card.
0: Um, He he missed the first half of 2022 with some kind of injury, uh, according to Alabama, you know, on their website. And so last year, he only had two catches for 18 years. So 18 yards. So I'd love to know the backstory on him a little bit. Um, And yeah, I mean. That that's and, and any time they get a receiver,
1: yeah, it, yeah. I, Again, I'm it's a position we've kind of talked about the most. I'd say basically since Rambo and Harley left, there's like they still they just need to take right. swings at guys and um, find one that find a couple that work out, right? They they've got some guys I think we're pretty excited about, right? Um, a lot of the, you know I I think the, the fr- some of the freshmen were pretty impressive. Um, you know we, we really trust Xavier Restrepo but like they're still just they need they need stars there and um, yeah. I'm not saying Harold's gonna be like a lock to be a star but they just need to take bites at the apple with guys who are uh have a skill like he's got a skill right that speed is a skill like it's going to make him useful um even if it's not going to make him a star
0: I, I agree and I keep uh thinking that this offensive line, if it really is as good as th- that as advertised, mm-hmm. it's going to help a lot with everything.
1: Yeah, well, oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that, that it, if you have a, a unit that is truly excellent, it can cover up a lot of weaknesses. And that's what we think this offensive line might be. Um, yeah. They definitely have to protect Tyler. So as yeah. we we're talking. About. Um, also, they added a couple 2024 recruits, uh, both local guys, uh, one Vincent Shavers, Uh, linebacker Uh, from Miami central. These are 2024 recruits. So not guys who are going to be on the team next year. Um, still a year away, but it is recruiting season. This is kind of, we're getting right up to the point where Miami kind of started its run on commits last year. That was, uh, I think end of June last year. So that's all I'll get to that point later, but, uh, Vincent Shavers three-star linebacker from Miami central played last year at, I think played last couple of years at Monsignor pace um and uh the one who's who's a good player um but the one who's really kind of intriguing to me is another columbus guy we're talking about a lot of columbus guys uh dalen russell defensive lineman from columbus another three-star guy not a very highly ranked recruit at all but um was our player of the year uh defensive player of the year for uh the big schools in dade county last year um a huge part you know columbus won the state championship uh, you know, they've got a five-star defensive end on that team. And, you know, when we pick players of the year, we really like survey coaches a lot. And, you know, I'm not just picking out of my hat based on who I think is, is the best guy I saw all year. I'm talking to coaches and, and Columbus's coach Dave Dunn was basically like our defensive line is awesome. And this guy's our best defensive lineman, even with some of the bigger name recruits there. Um, he's small, right. He's listed at six, one, I think it's probably a bit, right. Um, but he uh, had 11 tackles in the state championship game as a defensive tackle, and forced a fumble, and had a sack. Er, oh. So, um, a lot to like about him, even if the size is is a question mark.
0: How many of these guys do you you know? How, how many do you think end up sticking once you get out? Yeah. So, because what are they're at
1: nine commits right now? Only one is a four star recruit. Um, Chance Robinson from St. Thomas Aquinas. Um. You know, I think it's hard to take um, you know, like the, these three star guys are they're, they're getting like they're not gonna probably flip somewhere because like you know, like Miami's gonna lose them to another school. Um it's hard oh, to oh. take a it's hard to take a local kid and then drop him, right? And then say, like, actually yeah. we we like this guy more, like we don't have room for you anymore. Um now we should, what I wanted to say at the top was I know a lot of people are like, why is Miami's class? Why is it all these three stars right now? Um, a year ago.
0: They get bumped. Miami,
1: right? Well, that that could be one thing, right? Like some yeah. of these guys are going to climb. But the other thing, yeah. like, you know, I don't know if Dalen Russell will ever be a four star recruit just because he's small. Like when you're only six foot, six one near a defensive tackle, you got to be like Reuben Bain essentially um to be like a, a really highly ranked recruit um, but the other thing is like Miami's run on recruit you know we think of that great summer run they had on, on of commitments last year right that all started the last weekend of June um when they got um uh, Jaden Rashada was the first down they had a couple i think they had a um the the Washington Twins were committed by then um and then they got Jaden Rashada the last weekend of June and then they got, like, Ray-Ray Joseph a couple of days later. They got Francis Mangoa on July 4th. Um, they got Riley Will. It was, like, every five days they were getting a, a like, top 200 recruit, basically. So right. um, they got a lot of three stars right now. And, and like you said, some of those guys will bump up. Some are just, like, one's a punter. Like, he's going to be a three. He can be the best punter in the country. He's going to be a three-star recruit. Um, but the other thing is that just, like, they got plenty of time. Like I'm, I'm not worrying at all yet. Yeah, they like, they've lost, you know, they, they missed out on Jeremiah Smith, right. The five-star who's going to Ohio state, like the tough loss, but like, you're not going to win them all. So um, I don't know if, if on July 4th, this recruiting class still is missing a bunch of like, it's still whiffing on guys and feels like it's not going anywhere. Then Yale, yeah, I'll, I'll worry a little bit, but like recruiting season has not started yet. Like,
0: yeah, true. Camps,
1: camps are in June. June is when recruiting season
0: starts, and and also, uh, and also the season. I mean, I, I I mean the season affects things too. Sometimes yeah. people yeah. start moving around or thinking. Oh, oh, especially
1: with nil now, it's like guys flipping more than ever. For sure. Yeah.
0: So I, I you know, I, let's see how UM does. All of a sudden, if UM starts doing really well, people are more interested and. there's a lot of time left as you said a lot of time
1: yeah i don't think they're taking guys now because they're missing on other guys right it's too early to be like we missed on a receiver we got to go get a backup plan right now like those are we're like 10 months away from national signing day and um you know seven months away from the early signing day and so uh yeah plenty of time i'm i'm not worrying but i i wanted to spotlight dalen russell especially because he's a a really, really good player who might not be that have the high ranking. And, and, you know, sometimes if you're too small, you just can't overcome that in college football. Right. But um, sometimes you can, but sometimes you can, and and he's really good, high character, right. Another Columbus uh-huh. guy. Um, and uh, I think anyone who watches football in, in Dade County knows that, that he's a, a really good player and, and is the kind of guy that, if he went somewhere else, we would maybe be hearing in a couple of years. Like, why did Miami let that guy get away?
0: Yeah. I don't, I I don't know how, I mean, I, I don't know how much the coaches look at three star and I mean, they they don't, they don't, but, but the three star, the stars are based off
1: largely kind of based off college coaches evaluations. Like, yes, the guys at 24, seven and on three, like they're ranking with their own things, but like if an Alabama, if Alabama wants a guy, they know that guy's better than a three-star recruit. Like they, Right. But again, things can move. Like Dalen Russell will probably get bumped up because Miami decided he's good. So um exactly. exactly. Um, do you wanna let's let's finish up with the schedule stuff. Yeah. Uh four game times announced. Um Bethune Cookman, yep. uh Miami of Ohio, uh whatever. The two notable ones, Texas yeah. AM, uh a 330 kickoff um on yep. ABC
0: um what is that the second week of the season september 9th saturday, the second a, week, saturday right? a rare saturday i mean today <laughs> three out of the four game times for big some big games were yeah. uh, were not on saturday right so um, yeah so yeah. that's the big one 330 week two um i think a big
1: one to me and is, then the other one we should say boston college uh, the day after thanksgiving new day after
0: thanksgiving bc and that and this year there's no there's no um divisions mm-hmm. so there's no atlantic no coastal and uh you know it's just who has the best per- winning percentage or whatever and and uh you know it's fun the last game is always fun and and it's usually means something usually yeah right the last game in boston and it's at boston college i'm not, it's it's November uh, 28th or 29th, my something like that. It's the day yeah. after Thanksgiving. It, Friday, November 24th. 24th, but, yeah. In Boston, it can be snowing on November 24th. Yeah. You know what it reminds
1: me of when they played Pitt? I think that was a noon game the day after Thanksgiving when they oh lost. Uh,
0: but I, oh yeah, well, I, yeah.
1: Kenny Pickett's was... first start.
0: Oh my God, I'm ready. Yeah, I've seen some, some Pittsburgh games in the snow. Yeah. Also, but but also, um, uh, yeah, Boston. I mean, playing at Boston is really fun. They'll hype that game up a lot, um, and uh, yeah, that 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 I'm really looking forward to that one. And the other one was seven thirty. You know what? There's no that they're, they're night games. I mean, that the opener right is seven p.m. and then the Texas AM m is Oh no, Texas A&M is 3 30. You're right. And then Bethune Cookman's 7 30 p.m. They uh-huh. made sure you got that. Uh and that's a Thursday, by the way. Right. September 14th. So um yeah, I I'm looking forward to the schedule. I'm looking forward to going to Philadelphia for the temple game.
1: Yeah, there you go. The Manny Diaz bowl.
0: The Manny Diaz slash Al Golden Bowl.
1: Yeah, the Al Golden Bowl, too. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um
0: Exactly so, yeah. I'm not, I'm I'm looking forward to at Florida State November eleventh.
1: So, yeah, we got got some got some good ones. The Texas a and obviously I will be. be. You know, we, you were up there last year. That was a night game. That was a good. Um, that was a
0: great game.
1: Kind of, it was like a kind of a terrible game, a very entertaining competitive game. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, bad yeah. football in that game though, um, which turned out to be uh pression considering how both of those team seasons wound up going um really true I don't, I don't know if it'll be a top 25 matchup this year but who knows you never know miami and texas a&m always seem to start the year around around Listen, 25 they put, so. their,
0: they put that game on, on abc and yeah. it's the only national game on somebody thinks tv thinks it's a big game so yeah. or whatever.
1: well i mean miami and texas a&m will pro- probably both be one and oh i don't know who a&m opens with um you know, both teams just like even when they're coming off a year like Miami did, like Miami's going to in the preseason AP polls. I don't know if they'll be ranked, but they'll be right in the receiving votes group. So, uh, you know, you never know. Um, it'll definitely be like there'll be a spotlight on it. It'll be a chance like both teams will be. I think both I think people around the country are thinking both teams can't possibly be as bad as they were last year. So, like, they're waiting for someone to to show up and, and kind of prove that they're. uh they're back a little bit, so uh, that will be a fun one. Um, Miami-Ohio will be a fun one because it's the Miami versus Miami game. And, um, and Clemson? How about Clemson at Hard Rock? That'll be fun. Um, fun little schedule this year. So, And some fun home games, right? They didn't yes. really have any fun home games last year. Pretty much all the big games were on the road last year.
0: Yeah. Uh, at Clemson,
1: at A&M. Louisville is at Hard Rock. So, yeah. I like all right. It. Um, I think we can finish things up there. Uh, You can follow Susan on Twitter at S. Miller Degnan. She'll be out at Mark Lightfield all weekend long, uh, sitting through some rain delays. (laughs) I was just going to say that. Nibbling on some brisket milkshakes. (laughs) Um, You can follow me on Twitter at DB Wilson too. I will be in Las Vegas uh, for the Stanley Cup final. Kind of can't believe it. Um, So lucky. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, except that it's gonna be like a hundred degrees when I land there on Friday morning. So
0: Oh my uh, god.
1: As I uh talking to John Van Beesbrook today, uh he was like it's gonna be the hottest combined temperatures in a, a finals, Stanley Cup finals ever, but jumping between Fort Lauderdale and Las Vegas. So that's crazy. Uh, so yeah, it'll be fun though. Um we got Anthony Chang up in, in Denver for the NBA finals. Um Got local sports bars around South Florida, flooded with patrons.
0: Um, and and I love people can go see, right? They can go um, watch the game. There's like watch parties. Yeah, for the- I, I know for the Panthers. I, I assume he oh, cool. usually
1: do that too. Um, I, I'm not sure. I haven't seen if they're doing it. But yeah, um, crazy. I mean, I, it's crazy. Never thought I would see the day
0: where it would be like this. And What do you get for $10? I want to know. A, a seat. That's it. Oh, you gotta yeah, see, you got to see. I thought maybe get some munchies or something. No, no,
1: no. no you got to pay for that. You got to pay for that. Um, all right. Uh, thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. We'll, we'll come in. Uh, oh, see what happens with the baseball, I guess. Yeah. Yep. So Next week for sure. Oh, and it's raining here now. So yeah, not a, not a good omen. So, all right. Uh, thanks again. We'll talk to you guys next week.
0: Thank you.